Welcome back to High Hope Sports Cast. This is DJ, your host, and this is a podcast covering the Minnesota Vikings and the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's right, the stole and the howl. Don't forget to like the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and more. All right. Let's get to it. Welcome back to High Hope Sportscast, everyone. It is season two, episode nineteen. Uh, we're getting to the uh, close to the end of season two, as I said in the last episode. Uh, we'll be st- starting season three uh, when the NFL regular season starts. So we'll probably have uh, probably one more episode, maybe, of season two. Um, but the updated uh, change, little change I talked about in the last episode, uh, you might see when this episode comes out, I might unveil that a little early. Um, so look for that. Uh, there is no Wolves Den this episode. Um, for one reason being there's not much to cover on the Wolves right now. And uh, the Vikings segment is just... Uh, is just packed full of stuff so um we will not be having the wolves den this episode um maybe not uh for a little while unless i find some more stuff uh to cover on them so um we will just jump into the viking segment here All right, uh, the first thing I want to get to on the Vikings segment is uh, every year they do uh, an NFL top 100 list. So I, before, I don't know, I didn't... It, it's just kind of uh, uh, opinions on other people. Um, I, I believe it's voted on the rest of the other players in the NFL. But uh, I never really paid really close attention to it didn't really care um but for you guys uh, i will list the vikings that are that made that top 100 list uh there is only three of them that are vikings uh so i'll go down the list up to uh the lower numbers so at number 99 we have our quarterback kirk cousins uh, so Kirk Cousins made the hundred one top one hundred list at number ninety nine. Um, then we don't have a player for the Vikings until you hit number thirty one. Uh, number thirty one is our running back Delvin Cook. Uh, Delvin Cook is the number thirty one player on that list. And then the only other one, you probably guessed it. <laughs> Uh, it is JJ Justin Jefferson sitting at number 17. Uh, I I kind of think he I don't know. I think he he deserves a, a better ranking than that. Um, but that's what it is. <laughs> um, I'm really surprised that um, Harrison Smith, Eric Kendricks, um, Zadarius Smith. Uh, Patrick Peterson, they all didn't make this list at all. I, I was very surprised that, to only see these three. Um, someone like Harrison Smith, uh, 
I would think that he would make it uh, over Kirk Cousins, in my honest opinion. Nothing against Kirk, but uh, I just think that Harry the Hitman should have made that list uh, before Kirk did. <laughs> um, but that's that's the list for our Vikings. Jefferson at 17, Cook at 31, and Cousins at 99. Um, then... We'll get into uh, the punting news. Um, no, not the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> uh, that is, that's not our forte here. Um, so for the Vikings, uh, the, the team on uh, Thursday, the 25th, the team released uh, punter Jordan Berry. I was very surprised at that. Um, so our new punter will be Number 66, Ryan Wright this year. Uh, he's probably got to be the biggest punter I've ever seen. Um, uh, Paul Allen was kind of joking around saying, uh, what was he calling him? The, 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 I don't remember what he's calling him. The husky punter or the, the, the plump, plump the, plump punter or something like that um but yeah he's a big guy and he he can boot it uh i do remember this last preseason game i think he he got the ball down in like on the two yard line so that was really sweet to see so um as always hopefully we don't have to use them very much and our offense just stores points um but yeah that uh, will be our punter this year as we release Jordan Berry, and now it will be Ryan Wright. Um, so this next thing, there's been there's been a lot of talks and rumors about finding another center to replace Jarrett Bradbury. Well, one name that has been floated around for a while was J.C. Treader. Um but it seemed like the Vikings weren't interested in him or anyone for that matter because they they just weren't making any moves. They weren't there was n- nothing on that. Um, well, last week, J.C. Treader retired from the NFL, but he said that the Vikings were actually the team he wanted to play for, and he said he actually reached out to the Vikings, but didn't hear anything back from them. Uh, that's really weird. Um, so head coach Kevin O'Connell commented on that. And he said that if JC Treader or his agent spoke with the Vikings, it wasn't him or GM Quasi Adolfo Mensa. So what, I, I don't understand this situation. Uh, I feel like one side has to be lying here or maybe somehow JC Treader called the wrong number and they acted like they were the Vikings but I really don't think that would happen I it, you've never heard of that happening to anyone so I what is the truth here I I mean are the Vikings saying, oh, you didn't talk to us, and they really did, and they're just not interested, or what? Like, I don't know. I We definitely missed out on an opportunity to get a good player here, 
Uh, but on the other hand, uh, if the Vikings wanted him, I think they could get him to come out of retirement, uh, especially since J.C. Treader uh, spoke and said he wanted to play for the Vikings. So if the Vikings reached out to him, even now after knowing that he wanted to play for them, I'm sure he would come out of retirement and play for them. So as of now, there's there's nothing that has been done or said uh, after all this. So maybe the Vikings are just not interested and they're just going to go with Bradbury. But I guess we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. So... Um, going to, uh, the, the Minnesota and Denver, uh, preseason game. Um, so it was about, uh, a day or two before this game. Um, I asked a fellow podcaster, uh, Matt Safiero from the Rocky Mountain Sports Network, uh, who, who covers the Denver Broncos, uh, and I asked what his thoughts were before our teams played each other. Um, and it was in a post on Facebook. So uh, I asked him and he said, uh, two brand new coaching staffs, uh, two first-time head coaches. going to be interesting to see what their game plan looks like. Denver is resting most of their starters. Uh, they do have an interesting battle going on between Hamler and Washington. Uh, it's Hamler's first game back, and Washington has taken advantage of the reps given. Vikings have some good backs. Denver has to rebound from their atrocious performance against the Bills' run game. Um, and then I responded, uh, said, yes, it'll be interesting. A battle of two new head coaches and staff. Minnesota is and hasn't played most of their starters all preseason. Uh, I'm sure Russell Wilson won't play, but I'm looking forward to see how he does in Denver this year. Minnesota just picked up another quarterback, Nick Mullins, and I'm curious to see how much time he gets tonight, uh, which was it was the day of, um, with being very new to the system and plays. But I do think next week at least one QB, either Mond or Mannion, will be cut. I'm hoping Mannion and we keep Mond. Uh, we already know that, that Mullins didn't play. And I'll get into uh, roster cuts here after a little bit. Uh, and then rookie running back Ty Chandler has shown good glimpses this preseason. So I'm excited to see what he does. Um, so that was my response uh, to Matt Staffiero. So um, that was his thoughts. Uh, so kind of get into the game a little more um the the final score uh the vikings did lose by 10 so uh the denver broncos beat them 23 to 13 um sean Mannion, uh he started this game and played the whole first half and he, honestly he didn't do too terribly bad uh surprisingly um so, running back Ty Chandler was another big surprise to me in this game as well. Uh, he, he's just so explosive, especially coming out of his cuts. Um, I, I thought he was going to have a touchdown, but 
he, he was stopped short uh, on the one or two yard line. Uh, and then the second half, uh, telling Mon came in, and he had uh, th- there's one pass that that sticks in my head that was that was very very nice. Um, it was kind of an over the shoulder throw to uh, Amir Smith Marset that was uh, a really good throw. Um, but other than that, he it, it wasn't very good uh, for Mond in that second half. He did not play very good at all. Um, I thought maybe Nick Mullins would play a little bit, um, but he did not play at all. He was, um, he was dressed for the game. He was, uh, in pads, helmet, everything, uh, but he did not see any time. So I, I think that's probably just because of how new he is and how, how much time he's had, uh, with the offense and everything. So, um, yeah, he was just kind of out there in case, you know, something happened to uh, Mannion or Mond. Um, so, all right. Uh, so, we're going to go to the box score uh, and go over some stats for this game for the Vikings. Uh, so, starting out with passing, um, Sean Mannion, he uh, went 9 for 16, 121 yards. Uh, no touchdowns or picks. Kellen Mond went 10 for 17, 102 yards, uh, no touchdowns or picks. Um, and then the rushing, Ty Chandler, five carries for 44 yards. Uh, Bryant Kobach, 14 carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Kenny Wandu four for 14 yards. Sean Mannion, one carry for seven yards. And Chalamon one carry for negative one yards. Uh, so we go to receiving Amir Smith Marset three receptions, 63 yards. Zach Davidson four for 47 yards. Tristan Jackson uh, two for 28 yards. Uh, BC Johnson two for 25. Myron Mitchell three for 18. Jalen Naylor one for 16. Bryant Kobach, 2 for 14. Nick Muse, 1 for 11. And Ty Chandler, 1 for 1. Um, the defense uh, doesn't look like we got any sacks in this game at all. Um, uh, let's see here. Mike Brown uh, had 7 tackles. Miles Dorn had 6. Um, Brian Asamoah, 3. Um, Caleb Evans, he had two. Um, how about that? Uh, where'd he go? Uh, Luigi Villain, Villain, uh, he had two tackles. He had a, uh, an interception, uh, that was tipped in the end zone and he caught it. Oh man, that was, he came out of nowhere. I, I didn't even know we had a Luigi on the team. <laughs> Um, but that was an that was a nice play by him. Um, that's kind of the ones that stuck out to me on defense. Uh, so the kick returns, Bryant Kobach had two for 42 yards. Um, punt returns, Amir Smith Marset had one return for 21 yards. Uh, Greg Joseph, uh, two for two on field rolls. Um, 
and he had uh, a long of 58 uh, yards. And then punting, our uh, big punter, number 66, Ryan Wright, uh, had four punts for 225 yards, uh, three that were inside the 20, including that one that I said was like on the two-yard line or something like that. Um, so that, that Ryan Wright is... Uh, he did pretty good in the, the preseason here. Um, so like again, I said, uh, the the Broncos did win this game, twenty three to thirteen. Um, yeah, I some some of the injuries. Um, BC Johnson uh, tore his ACL in this game. Uh, out for the season, he'll have. I'm I'm, ple- I'm pretty sure it's uh, the opposite knee. He had a. Uh, ACL injury in last year um, so this will be his second year missing the whole season due to an ACL injury uh, on the opposite side uh, so that that sucks I was hoping to see uh, what he can do this year so uh, that just that's just tough luck for that guy man uh, Jalen Naylor uh, a rookie wide receiver. He came out of the game with a concussion. Uh, so that that's always scary whenever anyone uh, suffers a concussion. Uh, Troy Dye came out of the game with a foot injury. Um, one thing on Irv Smith Jr., uh, he took part in individual drills uh, on Tuesday with a wrap on his thumb and was on the field for some full team snaps. So that's good to hear. Um, I, like I said before, I don't know if I would completely be comfortable with him, with, with starting him week one against the Packers. I just, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. Um, I don't want to lose him for the, the rest of the season. So I don't know. Um, and like I said, Monday, uh, they announced BC Johnson and T.Y. Magillo have been put on. Uh, the injured reserve. So now, uh, before we get into the uh, the waived players and the released players, um, the Vikings on Tuesday announced two trades and uh, multiple roster moves. Uh, to narrow the team uh, to the NFL maximum of 53 players, uh, as we know, uh, Minnesota traded offensive lineman Jesse Davis to the Pittsburgh Steelers. In exchange for a conditional seventh round pitch in the 2025 NFL draft. Uh, and then the Vikings also traded a tw- uh, 2023 sixth round pitch to the Houston Texans to acquire defensive lineman Ross Blacklock, who uh, was a second round pitch in 2020. Uh, and they also did a 2023 seventh round selection. Um, Let's see here. Davis, uh, Jesse Davis uh, had joined the Vikings this offseason and uh, was competing for uh, the right guard position. And uh, rookie Ed Ingram came on strong uh, in that competition and ultimately beat him. So um, that's kind of probably why uh, Jesse Davis got uh, traded. So uh, going into the released players, um, Quarterback Sean Mannion was just uh, let go uh, on Tuesday. Um, cornerback Nate Hairston. 
cornerback Perry Nickerson. Uh, and then we go to the waived players. Safety, Mike Brown. Uh, receiver, Dan Chisena. Tight end, Zach Davidson. Guard, Wyatt Davis. Safety, Miles Dorn. Guard, Kyle Hinton. Receiver, Tristan Jackson. Running back, Bryant Kobach. Uh, linebacker, William Quentu. Uh, linebacker Blake Lynch, outside linebacker Zach McCloud, uh, quarterback Kellen Mond, tight end Nick Muse, outside linebacker Janarius Robinson, defensive lineman TJ Smith, uh, center Josh Sokol, linebacker Chaz Surratt, defensive lineman Jalen Twyman, defensive lineman Armin Watts, that was a surprise. Um, and then the there's one player that was waived with an injury settlement, which was defensive lineman Julian Taylor. Um, that that's about it. Um, going back to um, the the quarterbacks. Um, so Sean Mannion, I have expressed my thoughts on that, and um, I've kind of wanted him gone. Um, no, dis- no disrespect to him, but um, he, he just wasn't <clears throat> wasn't very good. Um, but to, to go to uh, Talon Mond, um, I, I definitely thought, uh, a, you know, a week or two weeks ago that he was going to win that uh, quarterback two position, but uh, he was let go on Tuesday, and I just feel really bad for that guy um it, it just sucks because you know his rookie season was last year and Mike Zimmer had that you know that fear-based culture that all the players were talking about and it just sucks that I, I feel like um the, that mentality that he had with Zimmer uh it, that's just that's not something that just goes away uh once you have a new head coach so it it just kind of sucks that, you know, an older coach, uh, an ex-coach, you know, like that, uh, it sticks with you and it ultimately costed the guy his job. And he just, I, I think he he still just fears uh, to fail. And that's why he's, you know, he can't let loose and, uh, you know, it, it costed him. So... I really hope the guy um, finds another fit in the NFL, and uh, I hope the guy succeeds. I really feel for him. I, I, I really liked him. Uh, I, I didn't think he got a fair shot, especially in the Zimmer era, and I ultimately think that Zimmer, uh, you know, took a toll on him and ultimately costed his job, him his job in, in Minnesota here. Um, so that that's my opinion on... Uh, kind of the Talon Mond situation. Um, and then there was another, um, this is an interesting trade um, that happened um, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, the the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, are sending wide receiver Jalen Rager uh, to the Minnesota Vikings in exchange for a 2023 seventh round pick 
and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick uh, that could uh, potentially be a, a t- fifth round pick uh, if certain statistical marks are not met. Uh, that is um, that came from Adam Schefter. Um, it's interesting because, um, you know, Justin Jefferson and Jalen Rader were both drafted in the same year. And when Jalen Rader, he, he went one pick before Justin Jefferson. Uh, and I just remember Zimmer and Rick Spielman, how ecstatic they were when they found out that the Eagles picked Jalen Rader over Justin Jefferson they were just so just ecstatic and you know comparing the two guys uh since they've been in the NFL obviously Justin Jefferson has turned into one of the best uh receivers in the whole NFL uh and Jalen Rader hasn't really he hasn't really done much um but now now we got him uh so it, it's just kind of crazy for me to think that we have Jalen Ryder and Justin Jefferson both on our team now <laughs> uh it, I don't know it's I guess we'll see I don't know we already know the top three uh receivers will be Jefferson Thielen KJ Osborne so I don't know if they're gonna put uh, Jalen Rager, you know, in the depth chart as the fourth receiver. Um, I, I would assume that's what they would do. Um, and then probably Amir Smith-Marset and then uh, Jalen Naylor. Um, so, but I, 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 we'll, we'll see. Um, you never know with the O'Connell's offense, you know. Um, so we'll, we'll see how he fits into this this offense and uh, this lineup. So um, now I'm just going to go over the full um, final uh, roster for the Vikings after uh, we made the cuts on Tuesday. Um, So I'll go by positions. Um, So we, you know, we let go Sean Mannion and Kellen So that leaves only two quarterbacks on the roster here and that would be Kirk Cousins and Nick Mullins those are the only two quarterbacks we have uh, as of right now after the cuts Uh, so we go to running backs we have Delvin Cook, uh, rookie Ty Chandler, Alexander Madison Kenny Nwandu and uh, a fullback CJ Ham. wide receivers uh, we have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen KJ Osborne Amir Smith-Marset, rookie Jalen Naylor, and now uh, the um, Jalen Rager, the trade from the Eagles. Uh, tight ends, we have Irv Smith Jr., Johnny Munt, and Ben Ellison. Uh, so we move on to the offensive line. We have uh, Christian Derrissaw, Ezra Cleveland, Derek Bradbury, uh, rookie Ed Ingram, Brian O'Neill, Blake Brandle, uh, Vidarian Lowe, which he's a rookie as well, uh, Chris Reed, Austin Schlotman, and Ole Udo. Um, and then go to the defensive line. We have 
Harrison Phillips, uh, Delvin Tomlinson, Jonathan Bullard, Ross Blacklock, which uh, that is uh, who we got in that trade uh, with Houston. And then uh, James Lynch. And then uh, rookie uh, Azezi Autonomoa. Um, special teams, we have uh, Greg Joseph uh, as our kicker. Uh, the punter is Ryan Wright. Long snapper Andrew uh DePaula. Uh, linebackers, we have Daniil Hunter, uh, Zadarius Smith, Jordan Hicks, Eric Kendricks, Brian Asamoah, Troy Dye, Patrick Jones II. Uh, Brian Asamoah is uh, a rookie. Uh, Patrick Jones II, I said that. Uh, Luigi Villane is a, a rookie. And DJ Wanham. Uh, so we go to the cornerbacks. We got Patrick Peterson, Cameron Dantzler, Shannon Sullivan, rookie Andrew Booth Jr., uh, rookie Caleb Evans, and Chris Boyd. And uh, last but not least, we have the safeties. Uh, we got Harrison Smith, Cameron Bynum, rookie Lewis Seen, and Josh Metellus. Uh, that is our uh, final uh, roster after the cuts and uh, uh, some trading and uh, things like that. So that that's what uh, the Vikings roster looks like so far. Uh, I do believe that uh, the Vikings can still make some moves before the season starts. Uh, I've heard kind of a little whispers on that um so i guess we'll see um and we you know we we have a an answer now finally on the the quarterback uh backup position behind Kirk cousins it'll be nick mullins um as we only have two quarterbacks now so i don't know and i don't think that uh, we will be looking to add a third quarterback uh, just for the simple fact that uh, we, we can use that roster spot for something else. And plus, uh, Kirk Cousins just doesn't get injured. Uh, knock on wood. Um, so it, it, it makes sense. Uh, and like I said before, uh, if we do do that, which that's how it is now, uh, and if something were to happen, uh, where Kirk has to miss, uh, you know, a substantial amount of time, uh, we would just have to figure it out. Uh, and then we'd also, we, you know, we, you'd obviously have to, uh, find a backup for Nick Mullins. So, uh, let's hope that doesn't happen and, uh, Kirk can stay healthy and, uh, have a good season and, succeed under this new offense uh so yeah that's the that's the roster there um after the cuts so uh let's see here so going back on the vikings preseason as a whole uh throughout the whole three games they did end the, the preseason uh 0-3 they did not get a win uh and some may think it's frustrating um, because we didn't end up with a win, 
uh, and we didn't see any of the starters really. Um, but it, it's just preseason, and like I said, most of the starters didn't play, which is new with this regime. We haven't seen that really at all. Um, but it's kind of being known around the NFL for coaches and regimes to do this. Um, but me personally, I, I totally understand and agree with the, that decision uh, for two main reasons. Number one, uh, and most importantly, probably is y- you avoid injuries. Um, you the starters are uh, fresh. Come week one of the regular season, uh, like Paul Allen said uh, on nine to noon this morning. W- Every, I don't even know how long it's been, but usually every year in training camp uh, leading up to the regular season, there's always been uh, a, a significant injury that affects us going into the regular season. Now, with KOC's decision not to play his starters, we don't have that problem right now. Um, other than uh, really the biggest one is uh, old BC Johnson. Uh, he's out for the year with that ACL tear. Um, but other than that, we don't really have any uh, ma- we don't have any injuries uh, that will major majorly affect us going into this regular season. So that is really nice. Uh, we don't have us Vikings fans don't have to, worry about that, put that in the back of our head, like, oh, God, I don't know. When, this guy's not going to come back till, you know, week eight or whatever. We don't have to worry about that. Going into this Dream Bay game, it we're going to be fresh. We're going to be healthy. And it's, it's really great to see. Um, my second main reason is O'Connell didn't want to expose – uh, what they're going to do or look like uh, to the Packers or any team for that matter. Um, so I think that that is the reason why they um, took a basic approach, uh, a basic game plan. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kevin Seifert from ESPN also tweeted about this, uh, so I'll read his tweet. Uh, it says, this is not to excuse the Vikings' underwhelming offensive showing, but they were never going to take anything but the most basic approach. Uh, Broncos' defense is similar to the Packers. Vikings wouldn't want to preview anything they might try in week one. See, that's that. That's exactly what I said. Um, and, and I think maybe this tweet kind of... Um, it didn't really make me see it that way. Uh, it like I was already thinking that, um, but it kind of put it in perspective, a different perspective, I guess. So um, it, it's just you know holding your cards uh, cl- a little closer to you know your chest, uh, not showing your cards, not showing uh, the Packers and Matt Lafleur what you're gonna. You, you possibly could do in that week one game. So, um, yeah, just not showing your cards. That's it. I'm really, really excited for this, uh, season to start. Um, and we're on to the regular season, uh, versus Dream Bay at home, week one. Um, 
I'm pumped and I'm ready. I cannot wait to see what this team looks like this year. So uh, with that being said, uh, that is all I got for this episode. So thanks for tuning in and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the show on social media uh, and share the show to anyone that is a Vikings fan or just a sports fan in general. So that's all I got. All right. See you in the next episode. See ya.